All right, I would like to. My first shame would like to be LeBron James, a, Good, a favorite target like of yours. Uh, I know you don't like don't him. Don't like him. I, I don't have much of an issue with him, um, except for this. You're speaking about the Brittany Griner situation. If you're not familiar, shame on you. Yeah. Uh, she's in jail in Russia for breaking the law. Right. Well, and she, she had, admitted to breaking the law. She had a vape law. cartridge, right? Yeah. yeah, it's against the law. And uh, so LeBron James says if he were Brittany Griner, he would question if he even wanted to go back to America anymore. Oh, LeBron. No, I'll just, stay in Russia where it's yeah. illegal for me to vote, smoke my Here's bitch. the country hey, that LeBron, gave him everything. Which, which other country in the world was going to make you a billionaire? Yeah, that's it. Well, not only that, but you can just tell by how many people want to live here from every country. At the border now, they're stopping people from 130 different countries trying to get into America, sneak into America. Yeah. 130 countries where they said America's better than it, than it is wherever they're, they're from. I mean, it's, it's pretty common knowledge, right? Yeah. Because you can come here and get all kinds of free shit. You know, there is a group of people, and I mean all people, all races, there's a group of citizens or Occupants of this country that believe that shit, that America's bad, America's racist. Do you know any white supremacists? Do you know any? I, I don't. Know. I don't. Like, I don't even think I've ever met any. What uh, about you, Ben? You kind of look a little shifty right there. Do you know any? <laughs> I might know a couple. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, can I just say, there's nothing wrong with having pride in what you are. It doesn't matter what race you are, what color skin you have, what country you're from. Be proud of what you are. Now, you know, if somebody says to me, oh, yeah, well, that's because you're white. I say, so? What do you want from me? Hmm. I can't help Don't it. Don't finish it. No, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> uh, no. Look, first of all, you can't help. If you're a white person, you can't help it. You, you didn't pick your race. It's true. So it doesn't matter. You just don't ever blame anybody for what they are. Blame them for what they become. And you also didn't commit any of the, sin, of the sins that uh, you're... Uh, what do they call the, pre, Great, the pre, ancestors? The ancestors, pregenitors, yes. yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I admit this about some of my ancestors, though. I will say this. Go ahead. Okay. Let's they see. smuggled the good shit over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to shame Rachel Maddow. Now, you say, why? Why are you picking on her? Poor why? Thing? She's a nice guy. How about you just narrow it down? What aren't you going to shame her for? Uh, well, first of all, she wears the same outfit every night. It's mm. like a black. Uh, Dinner jacket. I didn't know you watched Rachel Maddow. Well, no, I flip around. I, I like people. See, people say, oh, you're, you're like. No, I watch Fox and yeah. I watch MSNBC and I even watch CNN a little bit, even though they're stupid, because I like to get all different uh, takes on what's going on in the world and the way they cover it, or in many cases, don't cover it. Yeah. Like, I don't think Hunter Biden's been mentioned on CNN or MSNBC ever. Mm. You know, it's a huge story, but. In any event, Rachel Maddow, uh, the reason I'm going to uh, shame her is because, A, she wears the same outfit every single night. Okay? That's, that's terrible. Terrible programming. You know, I put on something different every night. You don't have to wear that black thing, you know? And, wow. and put a little dab of makeup on that giant neck mole. <laughs> because it's, it's distracting. Every time she's starting to make a decent point on something, I, I'm, I get fixated on that on the neck, mole? Yeah. The neck mole. Maybe they should put a little face on it, like the, the woman on the toenail. The, the carousel toe. Yes. I'm in love with her. Did I tell you I had a dream that, my, that I had a carousel toe affair with a, a, a toe? You did not. It, with, a, with a carousel toe, because I see that sexy little toe on Do you the... you nail it? 
Oh, <laughs> ben. Uh, I got a hang. So, so I uh, and in the face it looked like uh, Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. So uh, anyway, so Rachel Maddow, uh, she was offered. I guess she's saying that she was offered by who's the guy that ran Fox before he died? Uh, Rupert. No, Roger Ailes. Oh, Roger, yeah, Roger Ailes. Yeah. That he offered her a job to go on to, uh, to not be on Fox, but to not work at any other network. He was going to pay her full full money to not work at any other <laughs> network. Because I, you know, she's the only one that gets ratings over there. Yeah, you know. And I think that a lot of her audience is probably uh, LGBT or Q. Don't oh. you think? It's nice having someone speak up for yourself, having a figurehead. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what our percentage of our audience is LGBT or Q. <clears throat> Single digits. Yeah. Could be. Do you have that information? No. In the demographics breakdown I get, it does it not show talk, uh, sexuality doesn't in there. Talk, It doesn't talk about which avenue they like to diddle in. We should start requiring pronouns. <laughs> uh, so just on a quick baseball note of shame, of shame for, uh, because uh, I, I like to once in a while talk about baseball because yep. I miss it mm-hmm. a little bit. Remember I was shaming Hansel Robles for sucking another bullpen for being such a shame? Yes. And he was so bad. They dumped him. They DFA'd him. DFA sounds worse. Designated for assignment. Yeah, right? He's gone. But there's a guy now that is really, really due mm. for that kind of treatment. And I, it's too bad because everybody seems to think he's a nice guy. And I, and I probably would, too, if I'd met him. Bobby Dahlbeck. Bobby. <sighs> he can't. Okay. He can't play baseball <laughs> very well. <laughs> He's a first baseman. Now, the first baseman is supposed to be a big slugging guy who drives in a lot of runs. You know, but, but, but. <clears throat> I think he's hitting about 210, hmm. maybe less. Uh, Try 205. 205. Uh, Bobby Dahlbeck, six foot four, big strapping guy. Looks, looks great in the uniform. He must have made a good impression to get hired. Uh, what? Would they? Well, see, <laughs> well, sometimes when Bill <laughs> speaks up, uh, no, hold on. Well, some scout saw him and said, "Wow, I think he's pretty good." We'll, yeah. Uh, now, we'll how old is Bobby up. Dahlbeck? Let's twenty-seven. See. He's twenty. Oh, Jesus! Wow, he's really past his prime. Sign him up. So uh, last year he struggled for a while. Then he started hitting home runs and he got hot for a while. This year he hasn't gotten hot for a while. New. No. He's not hitting home runs. He's not hitting the ball at all. He strikes out all the time. He's got. He's a bad guesser. He oh. might listen to this podcast. What advice would you give him? I would say go oh, go away, go far away, <laughs> and bring your hitting coach with you. He plays first base and he's not. It, I, they were saying he was pretty good at that last year. No, he's not that good at that. He he drops pop ups. Uh, you know he's terrible. And I, I want, I'm here to tell the Red Sox now, this is not personal, Bobby Dahlbeck. It's just that you can't play baseball. If you were his batting coach, what, would you be, what advice would you be giving him? Well, first of all, his, his, uh, his inability to lay off bad pitches is, is really, his reputation is he can't lay off. He gets fooled every time. So I would say be careful with the strike zone a little bit. Bat smarter. Yeah, and shorten up the swing a little. Make contact first. You know, until you make contact, the ball's not going to go out of the park. Once you're confident and you're hitting the ball, you're seeing it well, and and you're judging based on count which pitch to swing at, then you can go for the home runs. But he looks like he's going for the home runs and trying to be a hero, and he can't even make contact with the ball. It's, it's terrible. I feel bad for him. You know, is he better Shannon. than me? Yeah. 
Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. Taller, too. Mm. Barely. Got, we got Smith. Uh, I, well, can I follow up on because of your baseball shaming? I got to yeah. shame a baseball legend. Okay. Derek Jeter. Derek. Wow. What do you, what do you because do? he came out and debunked the long-held rumor that we all wish was true, which I still think is probably true. Could, could be true. That uh, he would send his one-night uh, one stands home. With a gift basket. Yeah. <laughs> With like a signed baseball and everything in it. Morning you know. after pill. Morning after pill. <laughs> a coat hanger just in case. Yeah, some wipes. And he came out and dismissed this long standing rumor that I think we all still believe in, right? He said that the gift basket went. Yeah, on your departure with a one night stand with Derek Jeter, you got a gift basket and it had stuff in it. Like, yes. Uh, like from uh, nuts.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> bag, of, bag of nuts. What else was in there? Flowers or something? What, what were the contents? I'm, I'm, I'm Googling it yeah. right now. I because need to know. The, the contents of that. Well, first of all, how would you feel? Your woman just got used by uh, for the, you know, it's not a thousand of those. I'd like to thank you for a beautiful evening here. has got an here. account set up with uh, edi uh, edibles. What's that? What's edible that? arrangements. <laughs> Please accept this basket as a token of my appreciation. Here's some edible arrangements for you because you weren't. <laughs> you were an arrangement, but you weren't edible. <laughs> now get out. What was in there? Yeah, but but the key is what what was in the gift basket. You know, Autograph swag. It was signed Jeter memorabilia, usually a signed baseball. How about a koozie? Like you know, the radio stations give away a koozie and a bumper sticker. Uh, what else was in there? I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> bumper sticker. What do you got, Smitty? You can shame somebody while he's looking up the the contents of Derek Jeter's gift basket for used women. Did you ever own a motorcycle? Yes. Yes. And what kind of motorcycle was it? Well, I had a Harley Davidson 250 Sprint. A 250, nice. Yeah, it was a 67. Yeah. And then I had a 1973 Honda SL350. Mm. And I crashed them both. 350. Yeah, crashed mm. them both. I had a, an old Indian when I was in the Navy. What was her name? No. <laughs> it only went about 50 miles an hour. It had bad cylinders and well, everything. Well, most squaws but don't go that I love that thing. Big wide seat. And it had that thing called a suicide shifter on the side. Yeah. That's how you shift the gears. You had to take your hand off the handlebars. Anyway, I loved it. And there's, Is it and, made in Springfield? And I knew other motorcycle riders, and we all loved the motorcycle. It was, there's something about it. It just is wonderful. But when you're sitting there, here's another thing. It's, it, you can tie this into this barking dog thing. It's nighttime, the windows are open, it's summertime. You're watching TV, and down the road he comes. You can hear him from a mile away, the loudest motorcycle in the world. Is that yeah. really necessary? No. They always say, ah, oh, well, it's for safety. I use that same argument on, <laughs> on mine. But it's just at night, you know, just have a... I put a baffle on mine. <laughs> 